if you've worked your entire life to be accepted and then you begin to accept yourself, then that means you no longer seek approval from others. What was accepted then, the, especially we'll say in Ireland, as most people will be listening here, mm-hmm. and it's not just limited to Ireland, of course, but, you know, there was so much control. And to be a free spirit or to express yourself, I mean, was just not allowed. You start to kind of go, God, I understand now that I can't understand what your life experience is like, mm-hmm. but I can accept you are who you are. Yeah. And it's not my job to change you. Welcome to PMP, the Partners in Positivity podcast where Ashling Burnett and myself, Sarah Harty, warriors of EBP, SBP, DHBs, that's emotionally bulletproof, spiritually bulletproof, divine human beings, aim to wake up and shake up the nation through positivity, humor and shared wisdom. Partners in Positivity and Friends of the Earth help us welcome back Finbar. He planted the seed with us back on episode one. If you want to check that out, if you're a new listener and you haven't already heard it. Did I just say episode one? (laughs) (laughs) I meant episode one with Finbar, part one with Finbar, but it was episode. I will check that out and let you know later. But um, yeah, I'd highly recommend to go back and listen to that first. And now today we're just going to dive deeper with Finbar. He just has so much to share. I feel like he cuts me open with his energetic surgical knife. He opens me (laughs) up. (laughs) But uh, he's just amazing. It's always for the good and it's in a healing way. Yeah, welcome. Thanks, guys. So I suppose part one was a lot about the art and maybe today more about the awareness because they go hand in hand. We were just chatting a bit there about uh, relationships and connection and how we how we handle that or how we grow through those. So I suppose where will we start now? What do people need to actually? What do people need a bit yeah. of clarity on or the questions to ask in life? Because yeah. I suppose if we're in a, in lockdown now, you're probably getting to know people, every part of the people you're living with. <laughs> so this might be something. So true. And how to, how to um, handle your own emotions and gain clarity on what's yours and what's theirs and how to grow with partners and family and to allow space for healing and let everyone do it their way. So I guess the question would be, um, could we talk a bit about how our relationships are a reflection of what's going on inside us? Yeah. And then when we do that in our work, how they can change. Yes. I suppose it's constant as well. It's never that anyone's perfect and and you're never going to be perfect. So the acceptance of that is possibly the first step because you can't be perfect for someone else. You can accept yourself and and then allow yourself to be in a relationship where other people accept you where you are, understanding that you're growing and you're healing and that we're all conditioned by our our childhood and our relationships to our family where we fall into roles of you know being the good one or being the bad one or you know being wild or smart you know we all have these labels and by the time we're seven we've we've already started to attach to the idea that we are something rather than just expressing ourselves freely 
So then when we move through life, we're like, oh, there's an expectation of self that you will fulfill this personality that made you a value when you were younger. And it's like, how can you now start to let that go so that mm. you can really become curious about yourself and discover who you are underneath that so that you can be in alignment with your path in life and allow the people that support you in rather than attaching to people who you feel like you need to work for to be accepted by or to be valued by mm -hmm. and that shift then because you start to become honest and you and you can allow yourself to speak your truth without fearing that you're going to be left all alone or that nobody will love you and because when you start to be honest with yourself you're really saying I love who I am mm. and then when you're when you're creating any relationship from that place you're saying I love who I am so therefore anyone coming into my space doesn't make that any different you know and and so you start to allow loving relationships not one not one where you feel like I'm only worthy if and then you have the criteria that you set for yourself and we all have done it yeah. Yeah. you know that's that's human nature yeah and it's like and it's so ingrained in us especially Irish people I think <laughs> it's like so you're getting to the point of understanding that you are enough and of course you still have work to do yeah but it's okay to do it at your own time and the people who are meant to be around you will be and if if someone's your family it doesn't mean that you have to be around them and um, sometimes creating healthy boundaries is your life lesson yeah um sometimes being in a relationship with a partner that is a beautiful person but doesn't treat you well is understanding that you can love someone but that doesn't mean that you should accept their behavior yeah. when it doesn't serve them or you and it's like and when you start to have those honest conversations you give that other person an opportunity to grow and heal as well as yourself yeah. so it's it's not even selfish to to say or do what you need you're actually creating opportunity for others to heal and whether they do that or not is their own choice and their own decision whether they feel brave enough to step into that space And if they don't, you don't judge them for it. You just say, that's okay, but I'm going to remove myself from this now so that I can continue to grow and heal because I'm not serving you, allowing you to treat me this way because you're not learning. Yeah. Can we just go back, like, if somebody is a bit unfamiliar with this kind of conversation, I just want to address the fact that I like how you describe how it evolves through the generations and that our parents were doing the best that they could Yeah. So can you just teach us a little bit about that, please? Every generation has massive change. And if you look at our parents' generation and their parents' generation, what was accepted then, the, especially we'll say in Ireland, as most people will be listening here, mm -hmm. and it's not just limited to Ireland, of course, but, you know, there was so much control. And to be a free spirit or to express yourself, I mean, was just not allowed so you became what you thought you needed to be both for your parents who were conditioned but also for the their family so that they didn't feel judged so everyone was living in a society where they were afraid to be themselves because they were bringing shame on their family and it's like and you had a choice then whether you actually were true to yourself but then potentially brought shame because people were uncomfortable with that Or you put yourself out so that you still had connection with your family, but lose connection with yourself. And so we live yeah. in all of these constructs where if I'm to be me, that means I'm not going to be loved by my family. And then you go, well, I, would, I don't want to do that to my family. I don't want to hurt my family. 
and I don't want to feel bad so I'll just ignore the part of myself that doesn't feel expressed and then I, I'll create an identity to feel secure and what happens then is you recognize that you're doing this so that you fit in but your parents have also had to do this and until someone says no I'm going to be who I am and be honest while I'm a complete mess doing it as well I, <laughs> it needs to be said that it's not going to be clean yeah you're going to make a mess and it's like what did they say you have to break a few eggs to make an omelet <laughs> so exactly yeah it's sensitive yeah. yeah so by you being yourself you're going to bring up everyone around you's resistance because then what happens they're going to say well why do you have to be that way and it's like and oh, you're going a bit mad or you're pushing boundaries right yeah. and there's two things happening at that moment if you're being honest about who you are then your family your parents your partner are kind of going well if they can be who they want to be then i feel uncomfortable because have i been lying to myself about who i am yeah it shows up and mm. so then what what you're kind of wondering then is like they go don't do that because if you do that you're stepping out and then we're all in a mess mm -hmm. and it's like but really it's bringing up the fear that they've lived their entire lives not being true to themselves and when you shine they feel like they're lying so it's easier if you don't shine because then they don't have to look at themselves and when people look at themselves they know that they've put themselves out as well and that they were doing the best that they could but it's very, very hard to think that you've lived a huge part of your life where you haven't been able to be true to yourself. And that's going to take time to heal. So as soon as you start to be who you are and be honest about maybe expressing yourself, opening up, wanting to live a different life, then the people who love you most are going to feel their own resistance come up. And so they're going to put you down. And that's what happens in family dynamics. That's what happens in relationships where you want to grow. And for another person to feel secure, if you don't change, then they're fine. If you change, then they have to change. That means either saying, I don't like what you're doing or I don't like myself now. And it's like, and that they don't want to say I don't like myself. And is there anything that you would suggest in terms of having those open conversations like communication is the key to human connection that as you're growing and developing or evolving to be your truth or be yourself fully and fully express, is there anything that you'd suggest in terms of making that an easier path for the people around you that are watching your change but maybe they're not ready brilliant yeah i would say in that space because i mean you're opening up you're choosing to look inward and see maybe where there's work to be done right now you know how hard it is to even do that for yourself but as soon as you start doing it for yourself you think oh why can't they just do it right mm, yeah then you flip into the this would be easier if they weren't annoying me and then you fall into judgment because you're going, my life would be easier now if you weren't pushing me. And this is where we have the opportunity to become deeply empathetic and say, this is obviously going to be challenging for them. Just because I'm doing it now doesn't mean it's the right time for them. So can I treat them with compassion? Can I look at them and see they've been this way, especially if you look at the likes of your parents or an older generation, to think how long you've been conditioned, then double that. I mean, mm. that they've been living this way their entire lives. So they're not going to change overnight. And if they did, you'd be like, who are you? <laughs> you know? So you start to kind of go, God, I understand now that I can't understand what your life experience is like. Mm -hmm. But I can accept you are who you are. Yeah. And it's not my job to change you. No. But I'm not going to accept if you are resistant to me. I'm just going to say, 
this is who I am. This is where I'm growing. I don't have all the answers. That's okay. And it's like, but if this is bringing up feelings for you that are hard, I'm here to listen. Not to give opinion, Mm -hmm. but just to listen. Mm -hmm. And that's very healing. Just to hold that space for the people around you while you're growing. Mm -hmm. If you have the ability to do that, sometimes we need to remove ourselves for a while and then we can come back in when we feel more secure in ourselves. Yeah, and I think what's important to note here is the thing about some people equate love to approval. Whereas Mm. if we're a new generation, we're evolving at a different pace than maybe our parents or past generations and they can see that progress and change. But it might be so far in the distance for them that they can't can't recognise it or they can't uh, connect to it that um, they may appear like they're not giving you love um, because they're not giving you approval of your change. Do you know? Completely. If you've worked your entire life to be accepted and then you begin to accept yourself, then that means you no longer seek approval from others, which means then if they're not saying you're great or you did a good job, you might start to go, the, the ego flips to the other side where you go, they mustn't love me anymore. Oh, I, I must be, because I'm doing this now for myself, they, they don't like this. Or, and the narrative goes the other direction where you feel insecure because you've given yourself this opportunity to heal and show yourself that you love yourself. So mm. therefore it feels like everyone else doesn't love you. And it does become isolating and it does feel uh, like no one understands at times. And and a lot of sensitive people go into this space where they just think, well, that's the way it is. Nobody understands. But the more you open up and the more vulnerable you become, you realize that no matter what situation you're in, everyone has the same feelings. And we're all learning to process them. And, and, And it's not like you get there once and it's perfect. We go through cycles of change and you open up again and again and again. And so, you know, your family might have gone through it three times already and you don't even know that. Yeah. They might have shut themselves down when they had kids and you don't even know the free spirit they were before that and, and you never got to see it. And so when you start to heal and open up, often what happens with time is that people around you start to change slowly as well, that they actually start to step into that space when they're ready and things start to come up in conversations that you'd never expect Mm. And that's where it starts to become beautiful because you're you're breaking that relationship pattern where there's an expectation that you're meant to be perfect and they're meant to be perfect and you're all just suddenly becoming a bit more human mm. who have all learned through making mistakes, but beautiful mistakes, I would say. <laughs> and it's like, and and now we're allowed to be vulnerable. You're allowed to say something that others mightn't agree with and they're, you're okay to have that opinion. And it's like... Like, we'd laugh at home, like I have two young sisters and should, they're talking about drag queens and pronouns and, you know, sexuality and fluidity. And it's like, and they're all things I've had to learn in my own life. And you're like, and then you think back to your parents' generation. It was illegal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. so how, how can we even understand what that's like? We can't. We, no. Well, we were born when it was illegal, but mm-hmm. it was like to have grown up with that idea. So this is where you start to see that the generation before you had a whole other life's learning that we've not even had to deal with. And so when you hear them struggling to open up and learn, you're not even, you're not even recognizing the work that they've done. Yeah. And I love what you said there, like you brought awareness to the fact that it was illegal back then because then you can understand statements that, come out of people's mouths like that are older like 
oh my god the world has just gone mad like yeah. it's mad because they're equating it to what was illegal back then what was reality yeah and um i love that concept of being more empathetic and really knowing that everybody is just doing the best they can yeah and it's 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 a funny one to get your head around because mm. when you can truly believe that everyone's doing the best that they can, what mm. you're really saying is, I am also doing the best that I can. And most people don't believe it because they're telling themselves, I should be better, I should be doing yes. more, I should be working harder, I'm not good enough. And that narrative that we have is what limits us from being in the present and enjoying who we are in this moment mm. and, and accepting ourselves. And it's like, and it's not going to happen overnight. It's a journey, but sure, we have a whole lifetime for learning. So if, if we have the time, we may as well enjoy each stage and yeah. it's like, and, and make it a bit more fun yeah. so that we can have a laugh about these things and start to open up and talk about them. And it's like, you know, when, when your friends or family start to come out with things and you're going, geez, that's mad, mm-hmm. you know, why do I think it's mad? Be curious. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, and mm. if I'm struggling to accept what they're saying or, or find their opinion is very, um, very different from your own, then you, then there's an opportunity to say, to feel it. And it's like, if it feels like you're resistant to that, mm-hmm. what's the judgment? What do you think is wrong about the way they're being? Yeah. And then you kind of go, well, then I'm attached to the idea that life should be a certain way, which means I'm not free. Mm-hmm. And then when you're in that space, you kind of go, God, what can I do to love myself, to allow myself to be free? Or when, when did I attach to the idea that life was meant to be that way? Because as a baby, I didn't have that opinion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. at some point, I took on the idea that life was meant to be this way, that I was meant to be this way, that my family was meant to be this way. And now I'm recognizing that that might be the truth. So my whole reality is shattered. So, of course, it's easier just to go back to the way it was. Mm. But then if you choose to go, well, it could be something very different, then everyone else's reality is wrong, too. And then they go, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) And in that regard, actually, what does free mean for you being free? Is that being open to everything and close to nothing and not treating something as right or wrong? Or like I like that you brought it back to a baby as well, because you can picture a baby. And like for me, babies are free. Because you don't have all of what you've learned or been educated on or been led to believe or been influenced by. So what would free right now mean for you? Um, I would say free is to love unconditionally, but with very healthy boundaries. (laughs) 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 Like, you can love someone and not want them in your space. That means you're experiencing love, but you're not allowing their behavior to affect you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Partners in Positivity. I'm not sure if you found yourself in a situation like this before, guys, but for me, I certainly have. Have you been out on a night out and you were chatting to some beautiful soul that was just the best crack ever and you were thinking, I can't let this person go home early, so what will I do? I'm going to buy them a drink. Yeah, keep them here for at least another half an hour. Perfect. So that's exactly what's happened with Partners in Positivity. Thanks to everyone who reached out to let us know that they'd love to donate to this positivity project of ours. So we set up a donation page. It's on ko-fi.com. That's K-O-F-I dot com forward slash partners and positivity. And you can 
go there, have some fun looking at our page and drop us a few bob for a cup of coffee, a cup of tea or even a bottle of organic red wine. Or if you want to subscribe monthly, you can do that too. So love, love, love to get a big lump of cash in. Thanks for that. (laughs) And have a great week. (laughs) Oh my God, amazing. And if you're on Instagram or Facebook, Spotify or Apple, you can follow us there. Subscribe on Apple. And you can actually just be like, oh my God, I need a bit of positivity in my life. Siri, find Partners in Positivity podcast. And it'll take you straight to the gals. And we love hearing what you have to say. All our lovely messages on Instagram and everything. Get on to us. We're sure to get back to you as soon as we can. And we're so looking forward to chatting to you next week. Thanks, Amel.